0: to the coat. The Cocoa Express Show Network. I'm your host Aurelia Lyles, and we are live today. And um, the show is the Love Not Hate March that's going to happen on August 12th, which is next Saturday. And I have to tell you that this whole um, march that they're having, this movement um, against gun violence, is, is really important and it's really necessary because it appears that gun violence has spiraled out of control in a manner we can't seem to harness. And we often believe that, you know, offering the youth an outlet in the form of after-school programs are are viable solutions. But I wanted to share some facts with you so you can understand, you know, how sobering this whole matter is. Now, every day on the average, um, um, the ages from 0 to 19, every day 46 children and teens are shot. And murders, assaults, suicides, and suicide attempts, unintentional shootings, and police intervention. Every day, seven children and teens die from gun violence. Every day, 40 children and teens are shot and survive. Okay. On the average, zero to 19, I'm looking at that age group. 17,012 American children and teens are shot in murders, assault, suicide, and suicide attempts. 2,647 kids die from gun violence. 1,565 are murdered, 907 die from suicide, 116 killed unintentionally, 27 killed by legal intervention, and 32 died but, in, but intent was unknown. 14,365 kids survived gun injuries. Now, the thing about it that really boggles the mind is I you know, went to the um, doctor for some, a series of um, exams and I had to get an MRI. And the question that he asked me before I even got into the machine was, um, have you ever been shot? And when he asked me that question, I thought it was completely um, odd, you know, like a random question. But if you look at the world that we're in today, today's society, everyone is affected by gun violence in some form or manner. Now, this particular event that's transpiring on the 12th of August is in honor of uh, Dyshawn Simpkins Jr. and Kier Griffin Jr. They were both killed, and, you know, it is really sad because these young men They had such great futures in store for them. Now, I'm going to leave it at this point, and I'm going to let our guests just tell us about the movement, tell us about these young men, tell us about what it is that we need to do going forward. Hello?
1: Yes, I'm here. This is uh, Deacon Dundara. Yes. Father the father and uh, nephew of Dashawn Simpkins Jr. and Kia Griffin Jr. that was shot and killed senseless gun violence, um, in our community. Um, so I'm, I formulated a movement, a march, um, for us to bring about awareness, which is the love and not hate march and movement, which is, uh, transpiring August 12th, this Saturday, um, it's an honor and memory of all the youth and teenagers that's shot and killed by gun violence. This gun violence uh, needs to uh, stop. We need to understand what it is we need to do to minimize the um, death rate of teenagers getting shot and killed by gun violence and communicate with and connect with our youth. So we want to come together in the outpour of love because that's what the love and Not hate movement is for. Mm -hmm. Um, to to instill more love and not hate. So it's love and not hate because we act out of frustration and hate. That's what caused these activities. If we learn how to love one another and come together and understand why that we're doing what we're doing and to get the the value back and restore um, some love in our community, then that will ultimately affect the um, activity of gun violence in our community. Um, well, so what I'm doing, um, if anybody wants to follow, they can go to my website, um, Deacon uh, Don Dada D O N D Y D Y, com, and follow up to join the movement, uh, see the movement, and be a part of the movement. We're asking the, uni- the community to come out. Um, it's unfortunate. My son and my nephew, they was. Um, had a promised future. My son was just home from college visiting over the summer and was killed. Um, uh, short notice is devastating because he was had a promised future and on the right path, not to say that everybody's going to be on that right path, but at least that they grow old to see the age of 25 or twenty 29 or even beyond because our youth are dying too young senselessly because we have no value of life, and we need to instill more value, respect, and love for one another and open this dialogue and teach the youth how to um, communicate and embrace one another, you know, and this starts from the root. So we got all this against us as far as uh, with cops killing the youth, but what about us killing us? We gotta control us in order to affect this from happening or minimize it because it's been happening too long. So this mm-hmm. is a national, national occurrence that's um, that can be related all across the nation. So we wanna show this march, this movement, to show unity in the community that we can do better because we have to do better because our youth are dying young. And we need more youth to be in position so that we can have an opportunity to affect the economy or affect the recidivism rate or affect what's going on negative in our environment so we have more opportunities to be uh, uh, good role models, um, have good paying jobs, um, hardworking citizens, and get these good paying jobs but our youth are not even developing to be able to get these jobs because they're dying too young so you don't even they can't even reach their full potential because of the gun violence in our community so we're doing a love and not hate march and movement um this saturday august 12th it will be in east orange new jersey uh the march is starting on hollywood avenue in east orange uh, the cross street of central avenue We're meeting at 8 o'clock in the morning, and we're going to show love in the community. We're going to march from Hollywood Avenue in East Orange all the way to Oval Park in East Orange, where we will be um, engaging in a community united as one day, and we'll have activities for the kids, school, back-to-school giveaways, music, free food, uh, bouncy houses, face painting, sports, basketball, football, just uh, an outpour of love, in the community so that we'd be able to start from somewhere.
0: Mm. Now, my question to you is, um, you have worked with the youth in your community for a number of years, is that correct? Yes,
1: yes, yes. So my my organization
0: organization
1: in the community for 15 years, Um, we create a safe haven for the kids after school programs. Uh, food drive, food giveaways for the needy and sheltering for those in assistance that need uh um shelter as far as houses and apartments. I'm just um coming from um uh the national uh action um movement which is Al Sharpton's movement. So Al Sharpton is um is invited to stand with us. He wanna speak out on gun violence in our community so it's gonna be like a major movement all the big um activists is standing up because it's it's a time for us to reckon. It's a reckoning time for us to come come together and join together and to have our sharpness is such a blessing to stand up against gun violence in our community because we gotta love one another. It's too mm-hmm. much it's too it's so easy for us to hate and, 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 and go against each other. Why is it so hard for us to love? So we have to start somewhere. We have to show love in order to receive love. So that's what the love hate movement is about. Um, We'll be spearheading it. Um, A couple of my um, um, peers, uh, icons is coming, uh, politicians all over as far as mayors of of our towns and uh, um, community, uh, Naughty by Nature, icons, they're supposed to be coming to host and represent this love and not hate movement. It's a movement with um, programs getting together to form a community united as one day. And I love and not hate much.
0: Okay. Now, being that you have, you know, you have had interactions with the uh, community the youth in the community, what can you tell us that we should be doing in order to try to make a better uh, society for ourselves in our communities?
1: So, first of all, we gotta we gotta identify the problem. We gotta reconnect and have an open dialogue with our youth the ones that ears that we have, the ones that are in danger, that, not knowing that they're in danger every day when they go out in their society, to to not allow negative people or influences to dictate what they do or to influence what their lives in a negative way. Because a lot of people are uh, being led into these situations not knowing that the person that you're with should not even be with you because they don't come around for your any good intention, you gotta be able to discern who you need to be around, are they for your life or are they for bringing you down? so you gotta surround yourself around good people to minimize these occurrences from happening, but we need to have this dialogue with the youth in order for that to transpire
0: Mhm- Now, you formed a a gap program
1: Yes, my gap program is nine years young. Um, is GAP is stand for Gang Alternative Program, so so those that understand that we're also fighting against gangs um, in the community, just being destructive, having nothing to do. So what we do is give them alternatives from gang banging. You know, we want to teach them something else to do or have something else for them to be engaged in instead of in the community hustling, selling drugs. Gang banging with weapons, whatever. Utilize that energy to learn a trade. Uh, you could, you could um, express yourself with poetry. Uh, we go to uh, football games, sporting events, basketball games to get them out the hood to see something else. For that particular time, they're not gang banging. For that particular time, they're learning another trade so that they can fend for themselves. So they don't, they don't have to hustle and um, resort to illegal activity to make ends meet. They can learn Mm -hmm. plumbing, they can learn uh, uh, um, carpentry, they can learn electricity, you know, they can express themselves with music, singing, uh, poetry, writing books, you know, because we have publishing companies too, and we have um, production companies as far as with music is concerned. So what we want to do is give them an outlet so that they can come together and be a part of something that is positive so it doesn't have to always be negative.
0: Okay now you are fortunate to have all of these resources available to you however a lot of places don't what and I am a firm believer that each individual can do what they can to help even if it's just one what would you say you know for the individual person that to do because we see youth every day walking up and down the streets and we see some of the things they're doing is not always right and a lot of times a lot of adults are fearful of approaching them. How do we get out of that box, and how do we move forward to help them?
1: For one, we have to engage the community. We can't help the community if we're scared to engage the youth. The youth got to understand that they're the youth. You know, Mm -hmm. we we are the mentors. We have to mentor. We have to engage them. We have to open a dialogue to them. And as far as I have the... um, uh, um, the advantage because I was once that youth in the streets hustling before coming through the struggle um, been locked up before so there's nothing to me to engage with them because I understand where they're coming from. I understand where they've been and where they need to go and the me- mentality that they have so I can combat that mentality because I've been through the struggle and I can tell them where they're going if they don't make a direction if they don't make a change, they don't get enlightened because a lot of them is um, going off of the mentality that they, that they was taught by the streets. So if they understand the technology that their mentality is leading them to this place, which is in jail, or leading to death, or you're doing life in prison, and they understand that it's by design, why is it so easy, and why is the jails so flooded with minorities? Because everybody has the same mentality. So once that is by design, once they understand that the mentality has been by design, then they can actually come out of that mentality by getting new information. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, and
1: you have to bring, you have to bring the word of God into the equation because everybody needs guidance and Mm -hmm. everybody needs a a sound judgment and a sound mind. If your best thinking gets you locked up, then you need not to trust your own thoughts. If your own thoughts keep giving you uh, um, into trouble. So you need to get, more information. You need to get better information that's going to result in for you to prosper. So it's re-educating. Our youth need to be re-educated and reformed and rebuild. And it starts from ground zero. You got to engage, open the dialogue. Now you can start re-educating, rebuilding, and reforming.
0: Now, when you say by design, um, explain.
1: Uh, it goes deep from Back in the slavery days when, you know, they separated the household and the father from the the the, the from the mother and deframed de, 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 de us and disrespected our household and separated us as a culture and brought us over here and stole us and um, put us in a poverty-stricken situation, not that we can't fight to get out of it, but it's by design that there is no unequal job opportunities out there it's harder for us to get a job and it's easy for us to go outside and find a drug or find a liquor store so we don't be in our right state of mind to want to do anything positive or know how to conduct ourselves in a work environment or in a job interview or to create a resume so we're stuck they said the easiest way to 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 hide something from the the black man or the hispanic man is to hide to put it in a book because they said we didn't read. It was a time that we it was against the law to know how to read as a black man. So now that this is is no longer against us, we have opportunities that we can now come up and educate ourselves. But it, we, we, we've we been so uh, um, dehumanized so long that now we have this access and nobody's going out trying to better themselves. You know, a few of us are, so the few that are got to open up the minds and lead the ones that's not.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and I have to say that you are correct. I mean, we all, need a, we all need a history lesson, to be totally honest, because I think we have all forgotten some things or we became a little bit too comfortable with the life that we're living right now. And um, now, can you just tell me, you know, how are how you able to overcome this, this devastating situation?
1: It's not by my will, it's not by my strength, but I tell the, anybody who asks me, it's by the will and grace of God, because I don't know. I don't know, it's devastation all through my family, through the community, about what transpired with my son and my nephew, they was beloved, they had a future, and, 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 and a dream. And it was, mm-hmm. it was snatched away from my very own community, our very own mm-hmm. kind. You know, not no police officer, no nothing, our very own. So that's traumatizing that we can't even get past our own to even uh, fulfill a dream where a, a promised future was at stake and at hand. Mm-hmm. So we got we have to do better. We have to do better. So I'm, I'm praying that an outpour comes out, the community comes out on August 12th next Saturday for the mm-hmm. Love and I Hate March and the Love and mm-hmm. I Hate mo- movement and a community as one day. You know, if they want to read and follow up, they can, they can follow me at Deacon Dundada, website, com as deacon, as in the church, and D O N D Y D Y dot com. They can follow me on Facebook. Same thing, Dada on Facebook, deacondondada on Instagram and Twitter. If they want to follow the movement and see what's going on with the march and the movement, the love and I hate movement, this need to be, go viral because it's a the killing and the gun violence, in the community all over the world has went viral.
0: Yes, you're absolutely right. The gun violence is out of control, and that was, you know, basically some of the statistics I was trying to put out there earlier when we opened the show. And I would like to tell you thank you. Thank you so much for, you know, coming on the show and spreading this message about your event and also sharing your story because the things that you said, they're, true and they're relevant, and we really do need to do something to instill, um, I guess you can say, hope in our community and also give our our community a future, because as it stands right now, we may not have one if things keep going the way they're going.
1: Amen. Amen, my sister. Yes, we got to keep it going, and if I got to be the one, I will be the one to do outreach programs uh, to motivational speak to go in the communities that's been affected by gun violence and speak to the youth and give them the mm-hmm. direction. Cause I was, once, I was once them and I'm still, a, that's still a part of me and my upbringing in the, mm-hmm. in the community. It's just, it just glory to God that I didn't lose my life in the struggle when I hustled and when I did dirt and when I did my wrongdoing and, you know, in prison, that's when I got, my lightning from God and studied the word of God and turned my life around. And I said, I've got to go back and teach them that don't know, that don't understand that we've been bamboozled with this street mentality and his hip-hop cultural impact on our lives. And it's controlling our lives, and and they don't understand how it is ruling us. So to Hmm. come out of that mentality, come out of that state, we need to engage and have this conversation, and it's run so deep all the way back to our ancestors, why we're not communicating, why we're not getting along, and why we're scared to communicate with our youth. They're, they need love. They need guidance just like everybody else. So we got to go out there and embrace them. Once, once they see that you care, then they open their ear and say, who are you? This, and that. Then we have this dialogue and talk. And mm-hmm. we can bring them up, re-educate them. To, to give them the, the, the knowledge, that to understand why they're in that mentality and where it's designed for them to go. And if you know the traps of the streets, if you know the traps of the struggle, then maybe you have a better chance to avoid them and to overcome the obstacles of the, the community.
0: All right. Thank you so much, um, Deacon. Thank you, truly thank you from the bottom of my heart because I've been kind of saying this for a long time myself. You know, something has to happen, something has to give, and hopefully it's us giving back and not us giving in. Exactly.
1: We can't give in. We can't give in. we got to fight and stand with our youth because the youth need our guidance. So Love and I Hate movement in March, next Saturday, August 12th, in East Orange, New Jersey, uh, Hollywood Avenue is where we're gathering the actual place where the incident was occurred. And East Orange, uh, the cross street is Central Avenue. We're marching to Oval Park. Um, and we have a community fun day, celebration, music, entertainment. Uh, we have Al Sharpton, the speaker, coming. He will be there. Naughty by Nature will be there. The icons, hip-hop icons. And we have bouncy houses, sports, entertainment, uh, flag football, just a day of fun and reckoning and and, and, and consulting and saturating in love and showing love in our community that we can do it. We can become better. And this is where it starts at. And we're going to have this movement to spread across the nation from, from, from a community to community, one community at a time.
0: Okay. Thank you. I want to thank you so much and stay up and um, you are, you are, one of the examples that we need to see on a more um, consistent basis. And I will follow as often as I can to see what's going on and how you're doing with in regards to your movement. And I want to thank you for joining us on the show because I really appreciated this, and I feel honored to have you oh, on the show.
1: You're welcome. It was a blessing for you to have me. I thank you guys. You know for listening in, for, for you, your whole station to having me and supporting the Love and Not Hate movement. It's a serious movement and it's a serious need. So join us, uh Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So I, I thank you guys once again. We will be in contact because we got to join together and help one another, each one teach one. Amen?
0: Amen. You have a wonderful, blessed day.
1: You too. Be blessed.
0: Okay. Okay, everybody. Now, you all know what I'm about on the show, and I'm all about people um, believing in themselves, believing in their dreams, and I have really realized how important it is for you to have your dreams but to also share your knowledge with those who don't know. This is a prime example of what we should be doing. We should be going out there, and we should be reaching back and pulling up our youth so that they could have dreams that they could look forward to trying to pursue and go after. We can't sit in a bubble anymore and pretend that we don't know what's going on. We are well aware of what's going on in our communities. We are well aware of what's going on in our country. We are aware. So now is the time. No one's saying that you got to go out there and make a grandstand and get a soapbox and stand on top of the soapbox, but you can Engage a youth, engage someone you see who needs your assistance, speak to them. Start off by saying hello. At least they know that you're friendly enough to speak to them, and you can move forward from there. So, as our guests said, each one teach one. We have to be available, we have to open the dialogue with our youth in our community so that they know that they have someone. Someone, not a whole group of people, but someone that they can go to and they can start to talk to. And maybe talking will will bring forth understanding. Understanding will bring forth education. Education will bring forth hope. Hope will bring forth a change in their lives, a change in our communities. I'm not going to go on any further about this in this regard. We just have to kind of process this all and kind of work and see how we can do better, not only for ourselves, but for our future generations. I want to wish each and every one of you a great weekend because it's beautiful. It's summertime, but this message was for you to hear so that you would know that you can do better as well. So take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. And always, always be blessed. Have a great one.